A success in life comes with What is it you want? Give your best effort. Show me what you got. If you want to be a success, you got to have It's the Burt Banthiani Coaches Show, presented by Comey and Shepherd Realtors and First Community Mortgage. A competitive combo with championship results. <laughs> and now, here's your host, Jeff Seidel, and Molar <laughs> Head Football Coach, Burt Banthiani. WMOE and the Molar Broadcasting Network present the Burt Bathiani Show, featuring the head coach of the Molar Football Crusaders, Burt Bathiani, also GCL Coach of the Year. And the show, as usual, sponsored by Comey and Shepherd Realtors and First Community Mortgage. That's Rob Diedrichson. I'm Jeff Schneedel, class of 1984. Always a pleasure to welcome in the head coach of the Molar Crusaders, Burt Bathiani. Coach, how are we doing today? Morning, guys. Uh- been better, been better, but the sun still came up, right? Yeah. Like, uh, like life is still moving on, and yeah. so obviously it was a tough one on on Friday, but um, you know we've been able to lick our wounds from then, and we'll be uh, moving on and just obviously chomping at the bit to get to January eighth and get started on the next season already. And coach, we'll talk about that uh, that game, but you know the the reality is, uh, you know, one year ago. You know, you didn't know you would be here, and nope. really, even probably nine months ago, you know. It, and, and so, if we think of everything that's transpired, um, you know, I mean, I guess I'd like to give a little shout out to Mark Elder. I mean, he kind of yep. he got things, you know, going in the right direction, and um, you you just you rallied around with these kids, and you know, anytime there's change, it's always hard. And, no, and there's you did no a phenomenal doubt. job. Yeah, there's been a lot of. It, for for a school and a football program that had such a strong foundation in its in its beginning in the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, and the nineties, right? Like, you know, you know, this century there's been a lot of turnover and a lot of change, and you know that that's tough, right? And the school's not used to it, and you know, I don't think anyone's ever used to it, and it, you know, so you know, God love Mark for he did a phenomenal job and um, laid a great found or relayed a great foundation that you know. Yeah. We were able to stand upon, and you know, we always say we stand on the shoulders of giants, and you know, that's exactly what is at this school. So, um, we're we're proud to carry on the tradition, and we're you know hoping to make sure we can win that next game. But you know, that's how it goes sometimes, and you know, it will will kaizen, we'll get better, and we're we're gonna get after it next year. Coach, we we played fifteen games, ended up ten and five, GCL champs. I mean. You know, we went through, I'll say, you know, some dark times where yep. we weren't, you know, we didn't have the program as it is right now. And, yeah, I think we're all disappointed. We're not playing one more game, but we got to be realistic. I mean, yep. goodness, I mean, we've been where it hasn't been fun at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it hurts because we care. Yeah. <laughs> Is, is the main thing. So, um, but, uh, you know, it just seems like we got a lot of good kids, a lot of kids buying into what uh, what you're bringing. Um, you certainly have brought a, a, a piece of aggressiveness, which is, <laughs> which is, which is you know, I, I think in a way it's kind of hard to get used to for, I'll say, some of the old faithful. I would say that you're you right. Know? I mean, you know, well, what's you're, funny you're, you're at the 50 yard, you punt. You're at the yep. team's other 45. You punt. Yeah, you know that's things like that. Well, and and you know what? I, I'd love to just kind of see if there's any. I don't even know if there's any type of chart of things where you kind of were aggressive, non-traditional, if you will, and kind of how you know did it work in our favor? It seemed yep. like we always remember the times it doesn't. Yep. But the times it does, oh hey, that's you know great play. Let's go keep moving on. First down, you know. What, I would that's say just our human again. Nature. What's funny is that the main leader of that 
that notion is probably my dad. Like he's the one in the stands. He's always saying like, "Punt the ball, punt the ball." Right. Like he easily the charge. I'm like, right, right. "Hey, Dad, can you get my back for a little bit right, here?" Right. Um, but I know in in the Lakota West game, we went for it on fourth down four times, and we got it all four times. Yeah. And um, against Springfield, I went. I think we went for it six times, and we got it three. And one of those was like on the edge. And I remember it um, on our chart. It said, "Hey, you're a go from three. And we were at fourth and two, and I remember even second-guessing it, like, hey, are you sure it says that on the chart? And they're like, hey, it's a go right now. I'm like, all right, let's do it. So we, we always want to be aggressive. And our kids like that. Mm-hmm. They, they like being aggressive. And just me coming from my background as a defensive coordinator for so long, I hated teams that went forward on fourth down. It, it, it completely changes your thought process right. as a coordinator. Right. And it puts a lot of stress on your team. It puts a lot of stress on your players um, that you have to – Go out and do it one more down. Right. Um, but if you're if you're, you know, being successful at over fifty percent on fourth down, like that's really good. Which you were. So, which which we you were. were. Well, over fifty three percent is what the what the stats say. Fifty three and a half, uh, coach. It's but the other thing is, it, if you get in that position where you have to go on fourth down and you really haven't done it much, yep. that's when it's pressure. You're right. If you've done it and it's like hey this is this is what we do i don't want to say it's not a big deal but it's like hey we're just going to do our thing because this is what this is who we are and what we do not the mindset of we never go for it on fourth down and you know oh my goodness let's hope we do it right no i think you're right i think there is something to that to where when you get in that situation you've kind of been there before right like the same thing with two-point conversions right like we were aggressive on some two-point plays this year and a lot of it was like we wanted to be creative and give a role to a young man who might not normally have a role and give him a shot to score and stuff like that and, and build them up. That, that was big. I know Mark was really big on that the last two years. And if you can be successful with it and get an extra point, right? Like that, that that's in your favor. Right. But then when it comes down to when you need the two point play, you're ready for it, right? You're ready for it. So I, I, there's a million schools of thought. I just saw a stat the other night, like Alabama's playing, they've gone for it on fourth down less than any team in the country. Right, and they're right. pretty dang good. Yeah. Right? Right. But so I think there's a lot of schools of thought, and I think you got to, you know, make an educated decision. Make sure it's there's a reason to it. You can't just do it willy right. nilly, right? right? So um, even we we always want to make sure we're being aggressive from that standpoint. And then I think the flip side of that is it shows how much confidence we have in our defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, if you don't have a good defense. You can't make some of those calls. Right. It doesn't matter what the chart says. It's like, hey, like we, we can't stop anybody right, right. now. Right. But our defense was playing so well those, you know, I would say the the last eleven games of the year, like we were playing lights out. We had complete confidence in our guys. So why wouldn't showed, you go for that? Great, down? And that show. You know? That showed from the coaches all the way through the no. players mm-hmm. with that. All right. I, I know we're gonna talk about the Springfield game, yep. but in talking with that was there any thought of going for two on the on the first over? Yes, I did because I, I know I think Matt comes running off and he's no. And he was, uh, actually, uh, Schneeds. What's funny is we so we score on fourth down mm-hmm. to tie the game, right? Uh, or we're down by one, yeah. so there's three seconds left, and I'm holding up going for two, right? Like I'm 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 doing it, right? But our our team comes off and they say one one. I'm like, okay, let's just go for one because if I would have called a two point play and they weren't confident at that moment. Right. It's not going to work. Right. So we try to empower our players like crazy and empower our coaches. Um, I always say the best teams are the player-driven teams, not the coach-driven teams. So at that point, we just had such a a crazy change yeah. of fortune is let's, what I'll let's say. Let's put that in context. But, they just drove all the way down the yep. field 
and you know what? If and they you finally break through, yep. And then you say, okay, let's. You're saying stay there for. Let's do it too. And yep. it's like, you know, yep. we we did we did what we had to do. Let's let's there's catch a, our breath. So there's the thought there. There's a part of that, and I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit on that two point play. I wanted to, in that situation, I wanted to go for two so bad because the defense was on the heels. Right. Right. So think yeah, of it from uh, the, right, the mentality yeah, sure. of their perspective is um, they just mismanaged the clock and they gave us the ball back down, I think, seven now um, to go the length of the field. And they've been playing well on defense mm-hmm. in the second half. Right. Like the, it was a different story in the second half. So we, we make a big play with Roman Mason. We get down, we score with three seconds left. So imagine just the wind being taken out of their sails. Like I'm trying to be in one stop if, away. If, three I'm, put, seconds if away, right? I'm putting myself in their shoes, I am just deflated you know what i mean deflated and you really got to dig down deep to to defend that two-point play so i thought we had them on their heels and i wanted to attack 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 and then you look into overtime they score they regain the momentum right and then we didn't go for two we went we called our two-point play on fourth down trying to score um and that would have been the play i would have caught on that two-point play anyway and they stopped it but You always play woulda, coulda, shoulda, and if we called that at that time, do we win the game? Do we not? Heck, I don't know. I mean, right. you can. there's a million, in a game like that, there's a million different decisions that you can go back and rethink in your head, and Lord knows I've there's, you know, the sports center not top ten going through my head of, like, different things I could have changed and stuff like that, but you just can't live in that world. It's just that's, that's life, that's football, and when you have two good teams playing, you know, later on in the year, you get those classic games like that, and – uh, we almost had a classic comeback. We just fell short, but um, I think it it really isn't a testament to the belief our team has in each other, the belief these coaches have in their players, the belief the players have in their coaches, and just how tight knit we really were as a football team in that in that moment. Um, just nothing but pride, and I, I just love this team. I, I told the guys early on when we got to the playoffs, man. Like at the end of these year, it doesn't matter if we win, we lose. I won't be sad. I'm going to be sad because I love coaching these players and these seniors so much. I want more time with them, and I know that's not possible. Um, so that that was the, that's the saddest the thing, part people of People who are fans or in the stands, I, I think they know it, but they don't really yeah. understand and they comprehend. They don't feel because, it. Because you're with them every day. You see these kids, yeah. and you may see when they're having a great day, and you may see when they're having a bad day and need to help pick them up or something along that line. It's a day-to-day, mm-hmm. you know. Everyone shows up on game day, yep. and you're with them every day to see what the how everything transpires. I know when, when the old cliche when they say blood, sweat, and tears. I mean, like tears were shed this year, and yeah. blood was shed this year, yeah. and and sweat like we sweated together, like we mm-hmm. did. You know, anytime we did a punishment with the team, like I did it with them, right? Like so, we're we're sweating together, we're bleeding together, and we're you know there was tears, and you know you you develop relationships like that, and that's when those relationships forge and the brotherhood of the metamolar is formed, and it's when you go through tough times. We definitely had tough times, and but I think we were better for it later on down the line. Also, life lesson too. Yep, amen. All those kids, amen. So, all right. That goes on record as our longest introduction. Yeah. (laughs) 
to to the Burt Bath the Annie show. So we're going to be back. We'll do a, we'll do a recap on the Springfield game. As painful as it is, we're going to get through it. We'll, yep. we'll talk about it. There were some great things, and there were some tough things, but it is what it is. As you're listening to the Burt Bath the Annie show, which features the head coach of the Molar Fighting Crusaders, and it is sponsored by Comey and Shepherd Realtors. That's what I do when I'm not behind the mic. And also First Community Mortgage, Rob Diedrichsen with that's FCM for all your lending needs. You're listening to WMOE and the Molar Broadcasting Network. The Burt Bathy Annie Show is sponsored by Comey and Shepherd Realtors and FCM. That's First Community Mortgage. That's Rob Diedrichsen with all your lending needs. Purchase, refinance, or purchasing anywhere in our great country. Call Rob Diedrichsen, 513-720-2279. That's 513-720-2279. And for all your real estate needs, purchasing, selling, or even holding, contact me, Jeff Schneedel, Molar Class of 1984, and the voice of the Crusaders. Reach me directly, 513-484-0666. 513-484-0666. And from Rob and myself, we're proud to sponsor the Burt Bathiani Show, and go. Now take a look around. This is what they call greatness. Yeah, let's start it up. Push it to the limit. I can never get enough. Yeah, let's start it up. Welcome back to WMOE and the Molar Broadcasting Network. As you're listening to the Burt Bathiani Show, which features the GCL Coach of the Year, Burt Bathiani. Show is sponsored by Comey and Shepherd Realtors. That's what I do as far as real estate and also First Community Mortgage for all your lending needs. Contact Rob Diedrichsen, Coach, uh, and I'm Jeff Schneedel, class of 1984, here with Coach Bathiani. And Coach, uh, you know, Friday night was just kind of a typical. Mm-hmm. November, I mean, no precipitation, you know, a little chill in the yeah, air, which, chill. you know, well, and a little wind. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, of course, we're, we're having that now, but. Um, yeah, you, you start know, heading was, up in the northwest yep. Ohio, and I know that's not the northwest part, but right. it's on north, its way. North centralish. That's when the state starts getting really flat, flat and, 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 every, and the, the wind, wind starts just, to pick up. Yep. yep. Yep, just but, get, goes right on through. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's nothing to move it away. So, Coach, we won, We win the coin flip. We defer. Springfield comes out, and, uh, you know, they, they're they working their way down. They had, you know, a nine-play drive. They started on the 20. They got 79 yards. Yep. We stop them fourth and one. Kyler Paul, Micah Rice, finish it off, and uh, – what what a what a way to kind of start the game as yeah. far as from you know defense and you know bending and not breaking. Yeah, um, and, and I think that probably kind of shocks some of our guys a little bit. It's like we've been pretty good on the first drive for so long, right? And for them, they they got a big play on a third down on a sprint out. We missed a tackle, and they had a couple of big plays on on the way down the field. But you know that's why they're in the state semifinals, right? right. Like they're going to make some plays. But I mean, surprise, surprise, Micah Rice and Kyler Paul right. make a big play. Yeah. They changed the tide. I mean, how many times have we said that? I mean, Micah played. How many times have I said that yeah. on the broadcast? I mean, Kyler played out of his mind like he always does, but Micah played really well. Yes. And he 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 does. I think the game that he played kind of gets overshadowed a little bit because he had the pick. He had that play on the fourth and right. one, and then he also had the two point play later right. on in the game right. that made it a seven point game. Because yes. if they get that two point play, the game's yep. over. Right. 
the game's over. Uh, yeah, that's, and yeah, that's, we don't have a chance. That's so, the final, final nail right and there. Like, so Micah played really, really well, uh, and he improved throughout the year like crazy as well. And I mean, he was you know an All Conference player, but you know he, right. he's going to have a, a great senior year. But right. um, had to give him a little shout out right there because I thought he played really well. Absolutely, that game. Yeah. a lot of shout outs, a lot of guys did great. But no, Micah really is really uh, played well and and kept playing better and yep. better as the season went on. Interesting on that drive, they had a 31-yard pass completion and a 38-yard pass yeah. completion, and and there was only one other pass completion they had in that first half. We'll get to that, yeah. uh, unfortunately. But we get the ball. We was it really – was that – was that really the stat? That was the next pass completion. Yeah, I, at halftime I looked at it, and he had three. Uh, the quarterback had three completions. Wow! Or they they had three. I'm thinking it was the same so, one. So I knew it, I knew three, it was so. pretty tight, but I didn't know yeah, it was. I like don't think that, they had any no. completions in between. I think wow. they were yeah, um, because I noted they were all over thirty yards. They had nothing, nothing short, nothing underneath. So, and that was that was part of our our plan that we didn't execute well. Is we said we will win this game if we eliminate big plays on defense, which we've we which have has been all year, right? And then if we could finish drives on offense, right, right, which we didn't. So the two main points of emphasis we had, um, we did we didn't do, and it gave them momentum, and that that was kind of like the the tail of the game. I thought, right. So we put together a sixteen play drive. And uh, get a forty-four yard field goal. So uh, and De- again, Devin Orr like, from forty-four yards with a little wind swirling. I mean, Devin Orr is, was money for us all year. You know, it was really unfortunate the way his season ended. Um, but that's not a testament to him. He's a phenomenal player. He's going to have a phenomenal college career. He's he's a stud. Um, but you know, you don't really plan on starting on your own one yard line right. um, <laughs> to start the game and give our guys a lot of credit. Like Jordan got us out, and then. Matt made a really good read, getting a screen out the Roman Mason. We get a first down, and you get that thing rolling. And I think we converted a fourth down, and then we had a big play on a broken play to uh, to Matt Fogler for 25 yards. And then, you know, we're rolling. This was kind of like the story of us in the playoffs, which was right. so frustrating. As we get to a second and six, and we're we're I, I can't remember the exact yard line, but we're in our shot range, right? Mm-hmm. So we take a shot, and and they cover it, and you know, on that play, we get an intentional grounding, which. Um, you know, it was very unfortunate, and then that's a and that's a killer of a penalty because it's you know you lose yards, you lose the down, and then right. now you're just trying to get back in the field goal range and not right. lose the momentum of what like what was a really good drive. Right. So you try to come up with points, and we did, and a 44 yard field goal in that win is no joke, and you know. Right. Getting three points off a, a 16-play drive, that you, you'll take it. Yeah, Matt actually had, I believe, six uh, completions in a row on that drive. Yeah, I know one was for a loss, but yeah, you know, yeah, but, but, that was you know, but he was he was in rhythm. He with was that. in rhythm, and that was just unfortunate because you know just you know downing the ball or whatever. And I mean, I I, I couldn't see if there was someone that. So close our, to our, it's one of those things where I think that play can become a little subjective. Because um, our tight end was in the area, right? But he wasn't looking for the ball, right? So I think it really just depends on. Um, I mean, it was a poor decision. It was a right. poor decision, but like that happens, right? But like there was a guy in the vicinity, but we don't. You know, it is what it is. Don't I tell mean, me I'm rocking the CS. Yeah, yeah, you don't have five minutes to sit back there and decide how you're gonna how you're gonna do. It. I mean, that's right in right in the time, and you just no. you just reacted. And you're trying to make a play, and it right. just ended up. And they had to talk about it. Yep. So there was wasn't and they had like to talk about it a lot. Yeah. yeah. So it is what it is. But with that, uh, that actually took up almost ten minutes of the clock. 
just the yeah. first two drives. So yeah. all of a sudden it's this game of, you know, it's not a ton of back and it's back and forth like molasses, but those are pretty long drives moving yeah. things around. So so uh, Springfield does get the ball. They take it into uh, the second the second quarter, uh, three plays, and they punt. We get, when we get the ball back, we basically uh, take it down and uh, at the 849 mark, 42-yard field goal. So two 40-yard field goals. Yeah, and um, and opposite ends of the stadium too, yep. you know what I mean? So the wind changed a little bit, which shows, you know, Devin's um, leg strength from that standpoint. But again, like we, we're in a position to put it in the paint right. and we took a shot to the end zone and I thought it was one that we should have came down with. Uh, we just didn't make the play. Right. Just didn't make the play, right? right? So we always want to be aggressive when we get down there. And, you know, um, when you do that, sometimes it puts you behind a little bit. But, you know, again, that goes back to us not being able to finish down the red zone. So instead of going 14 nothing, it's 6 nothing, which is that's – a, that's a big difference. Right. So – and coaches, you know, the, a game is just a collection of all kinds of things. Um, you know, I know there could be you look at one play and say this is why we lost, but that's really no, unfair. That's fair. I'm talking yeah. about in any game yep. because there's always, you know, if it's if you're only better because of one play, then maybe you're not the better team. The way I always look at it. I mean, because it's the course of the event. Something happening in the first quarter can be just as important at the end of the third or into the fourth quarter. It's just the sequence or the timing of it with that. So, um, but anyway, as so we're up six to nothing. Um, we end up, um, you know, it's 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 going back and forth. We end up getting a touchdown. Uh, at the uh, and that was with, big. What, with 116. And there was, um, I can't remember if that was off Micah's interception or not, but Micah intercepted the pass and put us in good position. I can't remember which drive that actually was. Um, but that was big by just punching in. I think there was like a minute. Yeah, they actually they the actually clock. punted because they got the ball at the 525 mark. They had three, three plays for minus four yards. Now, realistically, Springfield drives all the way to the one, doesn't get in, and now we're now. I mean, they're not doing anything. Yep. They're three and out, three and out, three and yep. out. They they can't they can't move the ball. So we get the ball back six nothing, and then we punch it in. We take it in for uh, Jordan with a two yard run at the one sixteen mark. Mm-hmm. You know, realistically, coach, I'm thinking, man, we're looking we're looking real. You're good. feeling good. Because we get the ball to start the second half yep. too, and it's yep. like, man, this is like this is like really working out well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they get the ball back. Um, they end up, you know, driving the ball down. It's scoring. Um, you know, just that Norman kid. He's a fast kid, and um, you know, he he got behind the defense. Yep, yep. And I think, um, and it was across the board, just little things here and there like i think we had them at a third and eight we we had a fault we had an offsides and then put them at third and three and then they got the first down and then give them credit right they they had a matchup with their guy and they took it and um again we, we went back and like hey if we can punch the ball in on offense on our drives and eliminate big plays that'll be the key of the game and in that first half we had two drives or three drives with great field position where we didn't put it in the paint right. and then the two drives they actually got close to scoring or did score right. was off big plays right right so right so 38 yard touchdown again that's the that's just the third completion yeah. as i look over the plays in between that first drive and this drive, all I, see, I mean, incomplete pass. So, yeah, and, and we were playing and with confidence. Yeah. yeah, we were playing with confidence, and like that's the way our defense plays, right? Like they they stop the run and they play with confidence. They fly around, and so offensively, we were we were confident they could we could t- be a little bit more aggressive at times, right? Because we're playing so well, and then um, I think 
I think that touchdown was a huge momentum boost for their squad and totally. kind of gave them belief, totally. like, hey, we're in this thing. It's a one-score game. Right. Um, we go in at halftime, and we, we, we have the ball back, so our mindset is like, hey, let's just go score and and recreate that spread that we already had. Right. Um, I think we had a third down that um, was incomplete, and then we punt, and then – Get the ball back, and we punt, and, or we go for it on fourth down. Well, that first um, that first drive, Ethan Page, sixty one yard punt. How about that? That was as long of the year too. I think <laughs> that was as long of the year. Okay, so we don't get anything done on that first. But man, a sixty one yard punt. Yep. And uh, you know we're still looking good. Yep. So with they're that, on the one yard line, and um, I, I tell you what, Ethan Page, he was a weapon this year, mm-hmm. wasn't he? Like you never want to punt. But when you have a kid back there, you yeah. can feel comfortable punting at times. Right. Um, and there's a lot of times where even I still want to go for it on fourth, but then you think like, hey, we have Ethan. Right. Let's flip the field. Our right. defense is playing well. You know, so the flip side of like being aggressive and letting your defense play well, hey, let's punt the ball. Right. And if we think they can't score in 40 yards, right. they're definitely not going to score in 80 yards. Right. right? So he, he, was, he was a stud force this and year. Not, not yes, kicking, obviously, but you know, there were some high snaps. There were things, yeah. I mean, athletic-wise, yes. you know, sometimes, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to bash punters, but it's kind of like, oh, I, I can yeah. I can kick like nothing else, but sometimes I don't catch the ball, well, there's or a, there's I, can't, a, I can't go over here and catch it. Or, there's or, a lot of guys like that right. who, who can punt the ball like crazy when there's no rush. Right. And we've seen, I've seen in my career like crazy, right. there's this kid who's just an absolute stud who can boom it, but once there's people in front of him, right. Trying to get in, there's a bad snap. I mean, or they're out of rhythm. They can't. Yeah. They can't get it's it off. Or they can't, or let's say they sometimes they can't they field. It. They yeah. can't field the ground ball yep. and and get that thing out of there. And so I, I've been fortunate in my career. The last two years, my punter has been really really good, and they're both athletes. They're both former baseball players, like my kid at Catholic and and mm-hmm. Ethan. That that's an unsung skill is having a punter that has ball skills, and they can catch the ball, and they're a threat to fake it. Um, they they are it it's a huge huge advantage to have a guy that has ball skills back there being able to handle those snaps right so we kick it to Springfield they get they get it at the ten twenty eight mark they basically had almost a six minute drive five minutes and fifty three seconds again it, it's just like chunking out yep. big chunks yep. of the clock uh, but you know they went. Uh, they they went twelve plays and ninety nine yards on that. Yeah. So uh, and then they which was very it. uncharacteristic for you know our defense. You right. know what I mean? Right. And then they get a twenty two yard touchdown. So now they take they take the lead as um, you know they miss the extra point, mm-hmm. which I think kind of played into later in the game at least the <laughs> the thought process. Yep. But so we get the ball back and. Um, uh, you know, we were unable to uh, get, we, you know, we did four plays and, and got eight yards and, and we give the ball back to Springfield. So now it's this really, you know, tight game and all of a sudden the clock's kind of, we're still in the third quarter, but it's still like, you know, how many more possessions we get? We, yeah, you know, we, yeah, you're limited there. Right, right. We, we got to try to get it done. So, um, you know, we, uh, we got the ball back and it went, um, I mean, we had the 16 play, um, seventy-four yard drive at the start of the fourth quarter, and then just unfortunately we we missed a twenty-eight yard field goal, which was uncharacteristic. And- Very, yeah, and that I think that was um, that was when Jordan was out, and like give a lot of credit to Isaac Shade coming in, who, oh, yeah. who, who's been so steady Eddie for us and made a lot of plays throughout the year. Um, we kind of just ran behind him and you know chunked it out. Um, trying to take up clock, and the plan was to kick the field goal and go up and let our defense win the game for us. And again, you know, 
I, th- here's, I thought he that, made on it. On that drive, here's Isaac's, here's Isaac's uh, rushes. Five yards, seven yards, five yards, nine yards, seven yards, no gain, four yards. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's efficient. That's, yeah, that's a that's strong running right. Yeah, there. And, and he runs really really hard, and um, you know, just so proud of him, and just how he grew throughout the year, and how he improved, and he always stepped up when we needed him, and you know, he, he was just the ultimate team player. I thought for our squad, and um, but it, like when we kicked that field, I thought it was in. Our, our kicking coach was celebrating, and then all right. of a sudden. They're saying they signaled it. You know, I had to go back and watch the film, and it was one of those ones. It's so hard to see, right? Um, but I mean, just pushed it a little bit right. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of uh, kept kept everything as it is. Uh, you know, the game the game's progressing, and um, you know we get uh, Springfield has the ball seven plays. They end up losing nine yards. Um, they had that illegal pass forward. Yeah, yeah that was a little right. crazy. Right, and then uh, then we get the ball back with 419, uh, four plays. Uh, they get they get an interception. They get the ball back with, yep. with, uh, with the lead. So now, um, you know, basically I guess we have to start using our timeouts. Yep, I think we used – I think we had two left at the time. So we used them on first and second down and gave them the option on third down of whether that wanted to throw for the first down and maybe right. stop the clock again and – their kid went out of bounds. Right. Um, right. No. So he went out of bounds and stopped the clock, which was fortunate for us. So then they punt, we get the ball back. and 234 um, left. Yeah, we feel good. Now, you know, a little history. We were in this position. We got in this position last year. And I'm thinking, man, we're going to turn the tide on this. Yeah. We're, we're going to get the, we're going to get this done. So, um, you know, unfortunately, well, I mean, it started out with a six-yard completion yep. to Eli, Jake, and Duffy. And then, uh, you know, Matt tried to make a play. And, unfortunately, ball got knocked out. And they pounce on it on the six. And, yep. you know what? It's almost like, you know. Yeah, a lot of people you know, thought, like, game now. over, it's, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I my first thought was I, I want to go console Matt because you know obviously he felt terrible about that, right? Um, so that was I was trying to find him when he was coming off the field and saying like, "Hey, keep your head up." You know, you know we're gonna have another shot, right? right? And then on the headset they're saying like, "Hey, let him score, let him score." And I look up and I'm like, "Hey, you're right. Like we we need right. to let him score here." So we told the defense so to let him call. score. That, that question you knew that question was that was the call, yeah. So yeah. we we let um, we let him score and. I mean, it worked. <laughs> like the first play, it worked, and um, then they went for two, and we stopped it, and it ended up being a seven-point game. Like it, it couldn't have been. Right. I mean, that was the best-case scenario for us in such a bad situation. So really, like our fortune flipped big time. So we right. thought we had a shot with two nineteen left. Yeah, plenty of time and no timeouts. Yep. Now they could have run the clock out, or. I mean, uh, worst case scenario, maybe a couple seconds left because it, it's a forty. It, yeah, does it, it always go to forty seconds? Yeah, after I mean, a play. It would, I mean, and it always depends on how long that play lasts and like when right. they spot it. I think you, you run know, around so a little bit, and uh, they could know, have ended the game probably. Yeah, or if he ran it to the one yard you know line, I mean? it just went down. Yeah, um, with that. So you know, that was very interesting because uh, honestly, you know, I just thought the game was over and yeah. they're going to run out the clock and here they run up the middle and he scores yep. and then then all of a sudden decision time and certainly that missed extra point from before yeah had to i mean yeah. had to you know geez what if we well then and, and we also went for two earlier in the game too right. trying to make right. it 14 nothing right. um so like you go back and you can like you said yeah, like you, you can't it's not I, one play I mean, but you can go back a million times even if we went for one instead of two like they would have kicked the field goal, and then it would have right. been twenty twenty going the overtime right. instead of nineteen nineteen. Right. Right. right, right. So, right. Um, 
but like heck, we we no timeouts with a quarterback that you trust and great weapons on the outside. Yep. Like you feel good about your chances there, and um, great call by. And what's funny is Roman Mason came off the sideline saying on the previous play that the guy didn't guard him. Let's run that again. And we ran the exact same play again. That was the first play. Yeah, the we first went, play that, 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 that thirty-six yeah. yards. So that was that was Roman Mason coming back and saying, "Hey, if you guys run that play again, I'm gonna make a play." Um, so shout out to our wide receiver coach, like relaying that information to us. And it's a team game, and it takes all of us to do that, right? Like even when you're calling plays, like you're focused on, you know, you, you get caught ball watching because you're trying, or you're looking down at your your play card to see what the next call is, right. right? So you don't see everything that goes on, and you rely all that information to be given to you. So our wide receiver coach Nate Cole said, like, "Hey, Roman says he's got him if you run it again," and we called it again. It was a 36-yard completion. So, um, huge way to start. I mean, yeah, start. That. And then, then the belief sets in. Yes, right. The belief right. sets in. So, right. Matthew then, Fogler then gets a fifth, catches a 15-yarder, and then, yep. you know, now, um, you know, now we're first and. And we're just trying to and, run the clock out now. Yeah, now it's like the clock all of a sudden didn't matter. Yep. And where we were, ten minutes before that. Is just like the yeah. complete one eighty, like yeah. you know. Oh my goodness! So so, and what's funny is we're so we're running the ball, um, and I think it was like right before that third down call with Isaac, and I'm hoping Isaac scores because like I, obviously you want to score for your team, but right. I wanted that moment for him. Um, and then as I turn around, I see Kyler Paul right behind me, and I'm thinking, all right, if we don't score, his butt's going in. Right. And then he doesn't score, and we're out of timeout, so the clock's running, and we felt confident about we had enough time to do it. And Matt's really good at the clock. Right. Um, so we sent Kyler in, and he punched it in. On fourth down. How about that? With three seconds left. So it shows how much confidence our team has in Kyler Paul. Yeah, and all of a sudden, now we had the momentum. And that's where decision time was, and I immediately held up my hand for two, thinking, like, hey, let's right. go. Um, but, you, like I said, we're a player-driven team, right? So Matt's coming off saying, like, one, like, hey, let's go for one. We can win this. I thought he was. He's like, we can win this in overtime, and, and um, that's what we felt like. We felt like our defense was going to, you know, make a stop, and we were going to punch it in, and that's what's going to happen. And then – Kind um, of hard if your quarterback's coming off saying go for one, I'm yeah, running off so the field. I think it was more like relief, <laughs> like, hey, hey, we finally did this. Let's just go to overtime. Let's reset. Right. And, and make it happen. But, you know, it is what it is, right? Like, you, like – Talk about a crazy turn of events, right? So, um, so then we go overtime and we it works out like we get a defense first, right? Um, and their kid makes a great play and scores right. a touchdown, and right, you know, and we we have a chance to win it on fourth and three, and yep, it just doesn't happen. And uh, you know, we just just felt like we we just had the momentum and yep. we were going to get it, get it done, yep. and we were gonna, just going to keep playing. So, yep. so the past, I mean. Preston Preston Smith got clocked. I mean, with like three guys on him. Yeah. And uh, is he oh, is he okay? He he's he's going to be fine. Um, it, it was a uh, a severe concussion. Um, so when when he went down, my first thought was, um, you know, that's a senior who just played his last play at Moeller, and that's why you know he's laying on the ground. A receiver coach went out to console him, which is what I thought. And I go to shake. Springfield head coach's hand, and then I look over, and our trainers are going out. So then I get worried, so I go out. Right. And they're they're checking him and stuff. So um, we'll see if he's okay. But he um, 
he was wiggling his fingers, his eyes are open, okay, and um, he was talking. So I felt good about that. And then, so I'm trying to get the team together to do our our post game prayer. And our DC comes running after me, and says, "Hey, Preston's still down." Right. So then, you know, panic sets in, and you run back over, right. and you're just trying to calm um, calm everyone else down. And I try to find his his parents and his family just to say, like, "Hey, he's his eyes are open, he's moving his fingers," because. As a parent, whenever a kid's down the ground, I always try to find the parent just to like give them that information, just to kind of have a sense of calm. Yeah. You know, in, in such a stressful situation. Um, but he was, yeah, I mean, they're, he, they're, he was, they're fifty yards away from the situation. I mean, he was not kid down. Like, yeah. He he was unconscious. Yeah. So, um, okay, he was unconscious, and you know, credit to our training staff. Um, Craig and Ryan do a great job, and they care about our kids immensely. Like, there's a lot of care there. There's a, a relationship there. Um, and thank God for their care when it comes to, you know, Preston and then Drew Robinson. Right. Um, we've had some scary situations and, you know, thank God we ended up on the other side of it. Right. Coach that, uh, I know you've seen a lot of football, played a lot of football. We've all seen a lot of football and endings Nothing and, and how that, that game yep. ends. And then just the eeriness of, and, yep. and, and I'll give Springfield credit. They could have just kept celebrating and everything and, and, they, and, yeah. they, and they have to celebrate some. Yep. And then they all took a knee as well. Yeah. And, and that, that know, shows the, that. the character of that, that school and coach Douglas and, right. a, and he's a class act and, you know, I, I was not surprised in, in their character after the game. Right. Like, that's, you know, them taking a knee. Like, they, they, they're a classy team, so I, I expected that. And, you know, um, it does it, – it was eerie. I think that's yeah. – like, yeah. you're already sad about the game ending and you're sad about in the manner at which it ended. And it's just an emotional stunning, roller stunning coaster. Ending. And then it's it, – I don't add, want to say it doesn't matter, but there's just something a lot more important. Yeah, and then you add in Preston's um, – deal so it was yeah i've never been a part of a situation like that but like really um that was really you know, a unique the mag- i mean a yeah the magnitude ending. of the football came kind of dies down a little bit yeah. when you you think of like your player's health right you know so um our guys are just concerned about pressing and then when we met as a team it was um obviously it's a pretty emotional talk then but with Preston and everything that added to it so our guys just they, they care about their guy and you know Love that kid to death, and thank God he's okay. And he emerged this year. Yeah, I didn't call his name much last year. Yeah, he was a heck of a player. He really came on the came on the scene. Yep. and did well. Yeah, I hate to say like possession receiver, but it just seemed like he, no, that's, what, that's what he was doing. Yeah, exactly. He was he was a reliable target for Matt all year long. Coach, as hard as it is to to digest that loss and the roller coaster of that game as it was, I think you know, kind of looking back on how you know this team played together and played for each other and loved each other and didn't have the start that we wanted but and didn't cash their chips in then and said, you know, we're going to figure this out. I knew you had a belief in them, even one and three. I, I don't think you were just uh-huh. – I mean, you that showed. Yep. And uh, really it just, uh, you know, what a fabulous year from all these kids. And I was asked after the game, you know, what well, – like how I remember this team and just fond memories. Uh, this is the most fun I had coached in my entire career. And I know 20 years from now when we gather together for the stag or we get together for whatever alumni events going on, it's going to be a lot of hugs and a lot of smiles and a lot of laughs. And remember this time, remember that time. And, oh, man, we were so close in the Springfield game, right? Like, But it will be all fond memories and a lot of hugs when we reunite in 20 years. 
Well, I, I know when we won the last two state championships and, and we came up we came up short in the regional final the year before and you know that, that hurt a lot. But but in a sense when we break through you know, it's going to be celebrating for these guys that laid the track. Without question. I mean, just like the 2011 yep. team. I mean, they didn't get a ring, so to speak, those seniors. But they, but they did were an part awful of lot to, yep, uh, to set the table yeah. and uh, have a breakthrough. So I think that, you know, this senior class, because they came in when, when things weren't all, you oh. know, roses and unicorns. and rainbows. No, and that's the message to these these future future players, man, is like, hey, you, you're, you were fortunate. You got to be a part of – a team that won three regional championships in a row, that's not common, right? That's happened three other times in Muller's history. I believe it happened this year. Um, it happened back when we won the two state titles with Coach Rodenberg. And then it happened a handful of times in, in the, the mid to late 70s, 80s, and right. Coach Faust's heyday, right. right? That's Those are the only times it's happened, right? right? Three in a row. Right. Like So you can't go by and just expect this to happen. Like You right. have to earn it. Right. And this came from hard work and sacrifice and right blood, sweat, and tears over the course of not just days and months, but years, right? right? Like, these seniors came into a time where it wasn't what it was now. And, like, give Coach Elder a ton of credit for that and give these seniors a lot of credit for having that belief in him and them writing the ship, right? So, uh, like, nothing's given. Everything is earned. And, like, this next team's going to have to go take it. And just like these seniors did, like, it ain't given to you. So they can't relax at all. Well, in a little perspective, Coach Faust, first two playoff games didn't go so well yeah yeah <laughs> and then and then the breakthrough yep. so um you know again that's kind of the evolution of the program and yep. it kind of feels i mean i was a youngster then but it, it kind of has that perception now that you know the evolution of this program is is on the up and up yep it wasn't Good. it wasn't a one-year wonder it wasn't three tremendous guys that carried the load it was um it, you know the the program's in the right direction yeah and it's all about momentum and positivity, and you know if we're we're all moving in the right direction, right? That's that that's a good thing. There it is. All right, so uh, coach, appreciate your candidness going through the Springfield game. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll get a quick wrap. As you're listening to the Burt Bathiani Show on WMOE and the Molar Broadcasting Network, and it's sponsored by Comey and Shepherd Realtors and First Community Mortgage. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Burt Pantheani Show, brought to you and sponsored by Comey and Shepherd Realtors and FCM. That's First Community Mortgage. Go Big Mo. You're listening to WMOE and the Molar Broadcasting Network and the Burt Pantheani Show, sponsored by Comey and Shepherd Realtors and First Community Mortgage. Coach, uh, you know, we talked a lot about the program, uh, you know, uh, great things ahead of us here as, um, you know, you've done a great job as far as your first year here and, uh, you know, the, the, the track's being laid for more success. Yep, amen. I mean, that's all because the hard work of these seniors, these players, and then the tradition of all the, the, the thousands of men of Mola that have come before us. So we're standing on the shoulders of giants and you feel the love from everyone, don't you? From, yeah. Uh, uh, week, week to week. Yeah. Maybe not so much love the first part of the no, year, no, you, but, uh, but they, they stayed on board. But that's the great thing about our, our, our Mueller family. We're passionate, right? Like, so we want to win. Well, that's a good thing. As I always say, if it, uh, if you really didn't care about it, it wouldn't hurt so much. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, so, it, it hurts. I think in time, you know, these guys, a heck of an accomplishment. I mean, just, you know, getting 15 games in. 
Yeah, it's almost an NFL season, by all means. So, uh, and we, we tell our guys that in the summer, man, like get ready for an NFL season. Yep. Right. Like with saying where we want to go without saying where we want to go, um, because we are process driven, not results driven. Like if you just chase that carrot at the end, right? Like you're going to lose your your it's going to lose its luster. But if you can focus on that daily grind every single day and and, and find love in the monotony and the everyday, right? Like we're going to be successful. And in a lot of things, it, it's not the end result; it's the journey. Yep, exactly. It's the journey, and that was no uh, that was a heck of a you know journey. You know, again, we weren't you know we weren't ten and zero and blew everyone out, and hey, we play an easy schedule. I mean, we played the we played against the best. Yep, and, yeah. And, uh, and, and the best and things in life come with struggle. They come with fight, where you have to fight, scratch, and claw for it. And um, everything good in life usually comes from those things. So this year will be looked on with with fondness, not regret. And just nothing but pride for for these seniors and these players. Coach, I want to say thank you for your candidness throughout the year, even when things weren't the best. (laughs) Um, But and and it's hard, even a show like this. It's kind of hard because you got to go through this again. But you know, it's I think it's a little bit therapeutic, and we got to really uh, enjoy what's going on. So, and especially because I know your busy schedule, you're dealing with coaches right now, and uh, hopefully getting our guys to the next step. So, just really appreciate your time, and and again, going through maybe the not so fun things, but uh, but uh, certainly a reason to celebrate for this team. And like stuff like this, this podcast, what what makes this school special is we're doing things that other people aren't doing, or if they are doing, they're not doing as good as us, right? They're not doing as good as us because our, our fans, our alumni, they, they eat this stuff up and it's all done for them. And you guys do an awesome job. And this isn't easy. Like I, like I see a little bit of it. I don't see everything behind the scenes, but the amount of work that you guys well, put Joe into Strecker, it, Bar- you know, Barrett yeah, coming like, in, disrupting things. The people listening to this, right, I hope they have as much respect for you and gratitude for you guys as I do for all the stuff that you guys do for Muller football. Well, Muller's a special place. And, Amen. Uh, Coach, I'm going to wrap it with this. The best is yet to come. No doubt. That no is doubt. Coach Burt Bathiani as you're listening to the final Burt Bathiani show. Featuring the head coach of the GCL champion, Moeller, Fighting Crusaders. Finished with a 10-3 record and a regional championship for the third year in a row. The Burt Bathiani Show is sponsored by Comey and Shepherd Realtors. That's what I do in First Community Mortgage. That's Rob Diedrichson handling all your lending needs. We appreciate you listening and stay tuned. Best is yet to come on WMOE and the Moeller Broadcasting Network.